0: Hello everyone. Welcome to Autistic Adventures. I'm Cass and today is episode 16. Today's episode is going to be about whatever my brain decides to come up with today. I just kind of wanted to share kind of like how our day went and some of the challenges and struggles and successes of our day so far. Um, it was pretty rainy this morning and we woke up all a little disappointed because the forecast said that there was going to be snow and we were all super excited about snow, even though it has its sensory challenges. All of us really enjoy the snow. So we all woke up, woke up and it was rainy and we're like, great, so that's not happening. So we kind of, you know... Went about our day, and I was like, you know what? How about we go and drive up to the snow? Cause we live close to the mountain, and we're like, hey, that might be a fun time. Let's try do that. And so before that, I was like, let's go and get some ice cream. Let's get a sandwich. Let's just do something enjoyable. So we decided to do that. It always takes a lot of time to like get everything ready and prepared enough to where I feel like I can allow my anxiety p- to be quelled. Basically, whenever we go anywhere, I feel like I need to prepare for the apocalypse to be happening. <laughs> Not a literal apocalypse, but I always have to make sure we have snacks, that we have tons of water, that we have extra changes of clothes. Since we're going up to the snow, we had to make sure we had our our snowsuits and boots and hats. And of course, I couldn't find all of the gloves that we needed. So that was a whole thing. I found one glove and I was like, I know I'm the kind of person that doesn't just put one glove away. (laughs) Like I know there were two gloves here, you know, a pair of gloves here at one point and one of the kids did something with it. And so that was like really frustrating. Um, I don't know if you're aware of this, but autistic people or, you know, people with ADHD also, I don't know which one of my D's it is, but when something's lost or I can't find something, it causes extreme anxiety. And so I was like already feeling myself getting worked up and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to grab whatever gloves that I have that the kids can use. My husband has work gloves and we'll just make do and I'll order some gloves later or get some more gloves later. So, um, you know, we got up everything that we needed, basically filled the whole car with things to make sure that we we're going to have enough food, enough water, um, proper clothing. My husband had to get toe straps just in case we always have to have our just in case supply of things. We like going on adventures and we used to actually be a lot more adventurous, but, um, a few years back, we decided to go up into the forest. And so it was a lot of fun and we had done it before, but we've never made this like long trek, which takes several hours. Um, We would go all the way up to the mountains and there was this this lake um, that would be, you know, it's a really big lake, but when you're at the top of the mountain, it looks like a tiny little speck of water. So that just kind of gives you an idea of like how far up the mountain you're going and how high the mountain is and so once when we were going up the forest we took a wrong turn and we hit this uh, bed of like shale rocks that were like really sharp and we ended up popping all three tires and so my husband actually had two spares because he's super awesome like that and He works on cars and he always makes sure that he has everything that he needs and tools and such and such. So, of course, it's going to be three pop tires. So, we were literally driving all day. We had started on that road about 11 o'clock in the early afternoon. And by the time we had gotten to the other side, It was, I think it was almost 8 o'clock in the evening. So thankfully, we had had food, we had water, we had things. But being in a car for that long with children is a, a huge thing. And it was a huge sensory issue because even though two of the tires we replaced, one of the tires was flat. And so we had to go really, really slow because if we were to just tear through that tire, we would be stuck. So we were going like five miles an hour, cl- clunk, cl- clunk, cl- clunk, cluck clunk for hours. And it was so overwhelming. Like I felt like I was going to pass out half the time. I was really overwhelmed. I couldn't get out of the car. Everyone was aggravated because of the feeling of being on a flat tire and just having to go so slow. And Of course, we had no service. At one point, I had gotten service, and I had made a call out to a few different people and was like, we are stuck up here, like... I mean, we're, we're moving, but I don't know if we're going to be able to get off the mountain and I don't think we're going to get off the mountain before dark. And then what, then what happens, you know, um, we had had enough gas, but I'm like, if we run out of food, if we run out of water, like my kids have never been in a, a situation where we did not have access to food and water. And I'm like freaking out about all the possibilities, of course. And then, in my mind, like if this other tire goes flat, we're going to be walking out of here. And it's like in the forest forest, like bears would be coming after us, you know, not literally, but like there was bear shit on the side of the road. Like there's bears around and walking around in the middle of the night with children when it's freezing cold. Yeah, not ideal. So, which I didn't realize till after the fact, my husband's like, no, I would have driven like on no tires. Like I would have Gotten us out of there. And I was like, oh, well, I didn't realize. Like, in my mind, if the tire goes, it's just, go-. he's like, I would ruin the car to get us out of there. And I was like, okay. So it wasn't as dire as I thought it was, but it felt really dire. And so we eventually were able to call out to a police officer and we. There weren't any landmarks. So we knew what road we were on, but that road is miles and miles and miles long. So we're like, this is about where we're at. And they're like, okay, we're going to try and send someone your way. But we didn't know if that was happening, you know, if they're looking for us, or if they were even on the right road. And so about, you know, eight o'clock at night, that's when we, the, uh, police officer had connected with us, and thankfully, he was able to get us all in the car. He drove us to the nearest town. We were able to stay the night at a motel, and the next day, we um, were able... I can't remember if we got tires and went back up there and put tires on it, or if they just towed, towed it out. I can't recall, because it's been a few years. But anyway, that whole story being said, it was very traumatic, and like being on flat tires for like, you know, eight hours was really, wait, nine hours was so overwhelming and overstimulating. And it was just a terrible, terrible experience. So ever since then, and even before then, but now it's much more extreme. It's like, I have to make sure we have everything. Like we have a uh, backpack that has flares in it and like the emergency blanket thingy. And like. All of the extra, extra stuff just in case because I know if I don't have those things, even if we're not going that far, I'm I'm not going to enjoy myself because I'm going to be thinking about what if something goes wrong. So the whole point of that was getting to a place in my anxiety where we can leave and I feel like we have enough things that if something goes wrong, you know, we're going to be okay. So we finally got all that together we ended up going to the ice cream shop. It was a lovely time. I ended up burning my mouth because I ate too fast. And I always end up burning my mouth when I'm hungry. And I'm like, oh, it's cooled down enough. And then I burn the roof of my mouth and then I'm annoyed at myself for the rest of the day. Cause I'm like, you should have just waited a couple more minutes instead of burning the roof of your mouth. So, um, we did that and that was a good time. And then we started driving up to the mountains and at first we're like, there's no snow here. Like, and I had seen pictures of my friends that were up on the mountain. I was like, I know there's snow up here. Like how far do we have to go up? And so we drove for a while and there was no snow, drove for a little bit longer. And we started seeing like sprinklings of snow. And then we drove up a little bit longer and then it started getting like a lot. There was a lot of snow. There was like snow plow people on the road. There wasn't a lot of people up there. And so, like, my anxiety started to elevate. And we weren't so far out there to where we weren't around like civilization like we were before. We were just in the mountains, but it was like right off the highway. It wasn't that big of a deal. So, we found a spot that had enough snow to where the kids could like get out and play and have fun. And so my husband is very, he's an Aries, he's very much like action oriented, he's all about cars, and so he's like ripping and like drifting around, and I'm just like, half of me is like, I want you to enjoy this, and I'm so glad you're having fun, and... I know that you're in control. But the other side of me is like, I am so anxiety filled. I want to launch myself out of this car. Like if I'm not in the car, I'm like, cool, have fun, like do donuts and and do your thing. And it never used to bother me. But my anxiety is different now and and I just have to sit with that and be okay with that like I don't want to feel that way I want to be like woo yeah donuts like like, get it you know and having fun too and just enjoying the moment for what it is and being able to partake in that memory and have it be something happy but I'm just like gritting my teeth and trying to not show it you know it's part of the masking but like trying to let him enjoy what he's doing instead of being like oh my god you're scaring me please stop like chill out you know I'm I'm getting worried which After he had, like, spun out on purpose and, like, done some crazy things, I was like, that's about all I can handle, babe. Um, you know, do you think that you could just take it easy? And, of course, he was understanding. And, of course, he's going to not do anything to, like, raise my anxiety, And so I felt bad. I felt like guilty about not letting him have his fun. But at the same time, I'm like my needs and like how I feel matters too. And I need to express that. And that's part of my unmasking. I need to express when something makes me uncomfortable or makes me anxious. And yeah, so I did that. And then so we got out and the kids started playing and they're having a good good time. Of course, they need gloves. So I had to take off my gloves and, um, we're, you know, helping them get their snowsuits on and, and getting them all adjusted, which is overwhelming for me to like help someone else out, especially if they're not being very helpful, not on purpose, but, um, you know, kids are kids and they're just can't wait to go play and have fun. And we're just trying to hurry up and get them situated to where it's like safe and they could play. And so they played for probably like five or ten minutes, and I got some really cute pictures, and they're playing and having fun, and then it started going downhill, cause um, my oldest he started getting really cold, and then our I started getting really cold, and so we're like huddling up in the in the trunk space area of our our uh, our SUV. And then it's like, I'm trying to warm up his hands and then I'm trying to warm myself up. And so it's like the sensory starts kicking in, like getting too cold, getting overwhelmed with being too cold, feeling wet, feeling uncomfortable. And so like my anxiety is just like raising, raising, raising at this point. I just let my husband know, I'm like, me and Trey are pretty cold. We're probably going to have to call it soon. He's like, cool, no problem. Just let me know. It's, it's fine. And so my youngest, he was playing some more and he's having a good time. And uh, he started getting a little cold. So we're like, all right, let's go ahead and call it. And so everyone gets into the car and both of the kids are cold now at this point. And so whenever they're either in pain or they're uncomfortable, they're having a hard time. I am instantly in pain, uncomfortable and having a hard time, too. And so I'm just like trying to keep my trying to like you know, relax and not show them I'm having a hard time because they're already having a hard time. And I'm like trying to warm up their hands and, and it's not this extreme. Okay. They weren't that cold. The heater was on, you know, it's like your hands get a little cold when you play in the snow. That's normal, you know, but for me, everything's extreme. Everything's intense. So I'm like, okay, you know, let's all warm up and here, take my jacket and you take this and let's warm up. And they were fine within a couple of minutes. And so like, as we're leaving, the snow plow drives by and like pushes a bunch of snow where we were parked. So in order for us to get back on the road, we have to like go through the snow. And I'm like, babe, are we going to be able to get out of here? And he's like, yeah, it's not a problem. He's like, I'm only in two wheel drive right now. Anyway, I haven't even put it in the four wheel drive. And I was like, okay, you're sure. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, I just want to make sure that like we can get out. Like I'm basically asking him like, please reassure me that we're getting out and that it's not going to be like too intense. Like you're not going to drive crazy. You know, he's like, Nope, it's fine. I was like, okay. And he got out of there. No problem. It wasn't an issue at all. Um, on the way back home, there was a a bunch of down trees. There was some down power lines. And so of course my brain is swimming with all of the terrible things that could happen a tree falling on us a you know landslide there was several um, sides of the mountain that were kind of slid out and stuff and so I was worried about that and just kind of getting sensory sensory overload and like my anxiety was raising so everything else was affecting me more than it normally does so we finally get back into town everything's fine and but I'm still like really overwhelmed And so my kids are like, we are hungry, we want to eat, you know, this, that, and the other thing. And I was like, okay, well, as soon as we get home, we need to take our clothes off and get clean clothes on because you guys are wet and the clothes are damp. So I want to make sure that nobody gets a cold. Um, We'll get home, we'll make some food, you know, I have to change really quick and then I'll make you guys lunch. And I'm like getting overwhelmed with all the things that I need to do when we get home. And then we get to the stoplight and the stoplight isn't working and we're like, oh great, the power's probably out at home. And so it's just super overwhelming. So before we get home, my husband's like, look, I see you're getting overwhelmed. He's like, let's stop at Subway really quick. Let's get the kids some food. That way you don't have to worry about it. And then when we get home, all we have to worry about is just getting changed and getting comfortable. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And just having that one thing like taken off my plate. And he probably would have made them food anyway. When if I was overwhelmed still, he probably would've been like, look, I'll I'll do it. It's not a problem. And he never makes me feel like I'm a burden or it's an issue or like taking on responsibility is anything extra for him. And I'm so grateful for that because I tell myself often, or I don't tell myself, but my brain tells me, like, you're a burden, you're too much, you're asking too much, you are, you know, having him take on too much responsibility, and he's never, ever once said that or made me feel that way, and that. Sorry, I got interrupted. My husband called me from the store, and he was just um, going over our list of things that we were getting, so I kind of lost my train train of thought, but um, anyway, my... Whole point was just letting you guys know what I was going through some of the challenges and the issues that I've gone through and kind of the solutions and things they've done and the support that I have surrounding me to make things better and to work through some of the challenges of life and so yeah um, I'm really grateful for my family I'm really grateful for my husband and having the support that I do have. Because outside of that, I don't have much. I don't really have a lot of familial support or friend support. And so to have, you know, my family in my corner, my husband and my kids, it just makes everything a little bit easier and I'm just really grateful for what I have. Yeah. Well, I think that's it for now. Um, I'm going to go enjoy the rest of my day with my family. Until next time.